Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Hello, um, I'm Josh. I'm the student evangelism intern here at St. G's. Um, and I'd like to start with a Bible verse. I hear that's normally a good place to start. Um, so we're going to be looking at 1 Thessalonians. There we go, lovely, magic. 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 9 to 12. Now about your love for one another. We don't need to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love each other. And in fact, you do love all of God's family throughout Macedonia. Yet we urge you, brothers and sisters, to do so more and more, and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should, excuse me, you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders, and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. Now, there's a lot to unpack in these verses, um, and you could quite easily whip out a full sermon here, um, but I feel that God wants to draw focus onto the, the beauty and the opportunity of Christian community. In the opening verses of the chapter, Paul talks about living to please God. He contrasts pagan living with godly living. But as we move um, into these verses, Paul unpacks a, a little more about why, particularly in verse 12. We want to live our daily lives in such a way that we may win the respect of outsiders, people not within our community. And from what I can see, you know, in verse 9, Paul says, look, you guys are doing great with your love. Uh, you're, you're loving your church family left, right and center, and all across Macedonia, great job, lads. Um, but he says, do so more and more. Now, the only other people that these, that these guys can love is just, you know, everyone else outside of their community, outside of the church. This verse echoes what Jesus says in John 13 when he told his disciples that the world would see that they were his followers by the love that they're showing to each other. We're meant to have an impact on the world. And Paul is encouraging the church in Thessalonica to grow in their love for each other and those around them so that, when, that those looking in from the outside will recognize something, something distinctive I want to know more, kind of like when you're walking past a cosy coffee shop on a wet, windy day, and you see people inside, smiling. But it's important to note that the sentence doesn't end there. No, 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 Paul says, and, and make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands. Now, being told to be a community oozing in love, and yet also being told, you know, live a quiet life, sounds like a contradiction to me, I don't know about how you guys are feeling. Um, but I don't think that's quite what Paul is getting at here. Instead, the context that Paul, I think, is speaking into is one of noisiness. A context where people are gossiping, telling everyone their thoughts, whether they want to know them or not. Just generally a loud mouth. I think we all kind of know what that feels like. So holding that in our minds, alongside this more self-sacrificial love, I think Paul is giving us some top tips in demonstrating that holy love to those around us. Live quietly. Don't attract the drama. Mind your own business. Just avoid gossip. Next time, you know, next time someone comes up to you and says, you'll never guess what Janice said. Well, you know, just, just pause and think. Actually, do I need to know what Janice said? What does that say about the way that, you know, I'm loving Janice as a friend, as an acquaintance, is it that distinctive, self-sacrificial love that we should be known for 
as a Christian community. It, Paul closes a bit there with, work with your hands. Sounds a bit, bit rogue. Um, but Greek culture looked down on those who are doing manual labor. Um, and whilst I'm very sure that you're grateful for your you know, bin men, um, is there anyone that you feel, maybe I'm looking down on them? I don't think that Paul is giving us an exhaustive list here. Um, you know, I, th- I think what he's, what he's tr- doing is trying to get the ball rolling. Um, trying to get us to think, you know, what, what am I doing in the world, in my daily life, that marks me out as a follower of Christ? Is there anything that I need to be doing differently? You know, we, we're called to be salt and light. But more than that, we're called to be Tesco finest crisps. In verse 7, it tells us that we are called to, to live a holy life. Holy being, um, meaning to, to be set apart. Um, more, more than just different, but like your comfiest pants, your best china, your Tesco finest crisps. You know, you're, you're going to Tesco, you're looking for snacks, you're having a little peruse, you think, oh, chocolate, cake. But, but what, the one thing we always go for, people coming around, you know, big bag of crisps. You're looking, you've got a big, big bag of fake frazzles, you've got a cheese and onion party mix, ready salted, no, 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 then you see it. A little further along the shelf, glossy, beautiful packaging, the Tesco finest crisps range. Oh, you know, we're, we're not just looking at ready salted, no, 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 we're looking at sweet potato with sea salt and balsamic vinegar. We're looking at mature cheddar and onion. We're looking at crisps that have gone to a little extra effort. You know, they've been set apart. They're holy crisps. They're the same potatoes, same shop, same section, just crisps. The same, yet they feel positively different. I mean, they're not any fancier, really. They only cost 125. I did check. Um, But they're separate. A special range, even if you don't see the packet. From the very first crisp, you know there's something different, something more fulfilling about them. In the same way, a community of people, unified by more than a belief or religion, but of a consistent, self-sacrificial love for each other, a love that is evident in their welcome, that's different. That's more fulfilling. You don't find that anywhere else in the world. A community of love and selfless interest, where we don't gossip or compete against one another, but we live for Jesus. We live in a world of communities that are so often distrustful and self-serving. So how much does the light of a community that's built on selflessness and holy love stand out? As we wrap up, the crunch of it is, the big, thank you, thank you, I was concerned it wouldn't wouldn't come out there. Um, The biggest difference about Tesco Finest Crisps comes when you take them home and you share them with people. You know, it stands out when you offer the finest crisps. They know from the first crunch that you put that extra oomph in. It leaves a mark, whether it's on a Sunday night and we're welcoming people into our church community, or if it's on a Monday morning and it's just taking a step back and listening to someone else's naff weekend. We can live as a community of individuals distinctively. So I want to encourage you guys, let's leave a mark. Let's win the respect of others. What are you doing in the world that marks you out as a part of Christ's community? Is there anything that you feel, hey, maybe I might need to start doing this a little differently? Thank you for listening to the St. George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, 
visit stgs.org.uk.